minus one minute. T minus fifty seconds. Minus forty seconds. T minus thirty seconds. T minus twenty seconds. Own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey, hey, everybody. What is up? Happy Thursday. We are back with another episode of NXT After Show, which is pretty awesome. We had some cool action happening this week. But before I jump into all of that, let me introduce uh, my co-host today, uh, the lovely, 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 <laughs> super awesome, super amazing, Shay Sawyer. How are you today? I am doing good. I'm ready to talk about NXT. I thought this was a really good episode, so I'm excited. How are you? I am good. I am tired. <laughs> As I was telling you uh, beforehand, if you go, those of you who knew, I did go to LA this past weekend. Uh, with uh, other co-hosts, Stephanie and TK, Miss uh, Our Boss Lady, and it was super awesome. But I'm exhausted. I'm not. I did not adjust back to New York time, and so I'm tired. But uh, from the parts of NXT I was able to see, it definitely was awesome. It was some super awesome moments, and I'm hyped. I was actually right in my picks <laughs> for the uh, wild cards, and so I was like, okay, I, was, I, I felt. <laughs> I was right. And so I'm like, okay, so cool, cool. It all worked out. Uh, but yeah, I guess we can um, jump right into it, I, I guess, you know, get right into in there. <laughs> so right in, uh, I guess, the very first match that happened, uh, NXT was the Iron Survivor qualifier for the men's with Ron Wagner, Andre Chase, and Axion. And so... I, you know, let me get the pictures up because last time I told you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure I'm on point this time. Uh, so yeah, um, I, in the beginning, I do know that Andre Chase did do like some DDTs, which I thought uh, was pretty cool that he went right into it. And then I think he hit uh, Ron Wagner with a crossbody uh, at some point. I thought, you know, you know, considering the, there was different styles of wrestling in this, different sizes of wrestling in this. And they still, and you know, I don't particularly like Ron Wagner personally. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not not a fan. Uh, but there was a moment where he did like he caught Axiom, I think a springboard uh, with a kick and a power bomb. Uh, where it looked, I was like, okay, all right, I guess I can give you a little point for that. Uh, but um, considering I don't particularly like him and the size differences and the different styles between the three of them, I thought it was pretty engaging, entertaining kind of a match. Uh, but uh, Axion uh did go off. Uh, and he did win, and so he is the wild card for the Iron Survivor Challenge happening on the pay-per-view deadline. And so, uh, what I guess, oh, there's another one that I thought was really cool uh, moments from the match. But uh, what are your thoughts about this matchup kind of opening up NXT, but as far as the winner for this, uh, for the tournament? I'm so happy that Axiom won. I was like, he, first of all, I wanted him to just be picked from the get-go, but I was like, if he don't win this, riots riots across the room so he won but and i also have to say to von wagner i've been noticing since his match with uh braun breaker for the nxt title i have been seeing progress in the ring character wise and you know mike wise i still need a little bit more from him but in ring i'm starting to see the growth and so i'm starting to soften up to him and andre chase i feel like he had control of this match for like a good majority of it i loved it it's crazy how over he's become like you know sometimes they give you some wacky type of you know gimmick and you have to just make it work and i feel like he's really made this work so yeah yeah i i agree you know sometimes you know i feel like People complained about the NXT before it became what the colors are now, when it was like very bright. People complained about some of the characters, but I actually thought it worked with the different types of characters we had in NXT. And while I know everybody likes black and gold, and this is no disrespect because I like black and gold as well, I think people sometimes are afraid of change. And because they're afraid of change, especially wrestling fans, and sometimes I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I am too with wrestling. I'm like, mm, I don't know. You know, like whenever Roman drops the belt, I'm gonna probably be very depressed about it for a while. And so I'm not gonna be ready for that change if you know, hopefully not time soon. So I understand. But I do like that because like we kind of had those months where it was different, that even with it kind of re-ramping where the colors are more serious, I guess we can still kind of see these new characters and it still works. I, I think it still works well. And so I was happy with the win as well. Uh, I don't particularly like uh, Von Wagner, but Andre Chase definitely did. Uh, I was like, okay, all right. You know, like I, I'm seeing that you're wrestling more. You're getting more out of being like the guy in charge of Chase University. And so it's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm liking it. And so the next uh, 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 segment up, was it was supposed to be a match uh, with Bryson Montana and Javier Bernal, and he was attacked by Indus Sarah. I hope I'm pronouncing his uh, name right. Uh, there was a whole thing with Sangha and Veer Mahan uh, kind of declining to fight the Pre Brothers until they were 100% healthy, and it seemed like you know it might have been an issue, but it it went uh you know pre I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Julius did not get trained. Uh, excuse me, cleared. Uh, by his trainer and you know Ivy did point out that you know it's a bit of swelling and so I actually thought it was a pretty um good segment with regards to kind of highlighting the feuds uh between the creeds and Indus but also um you know it gives them more time to build personally um I feel and so I thought it was a pretty cool segment what were your thoughts about it um, I liked it for all the same reasons as you, and especially for the fact that it's kind of 
showing more light to the dissension between the groups of, you know, them not liking Ivy's viewpoints and Ivy not liking their viewpoints. So we see the kind of the breakdown of the diamond mine a little bit. They can't catch a break. This this little group every time. <laughs> I agree. I, I, it's uh, you, you, you want them to like, okay, thrive, and the NXT is like, no, not happening. And so, <laughs> I do feel like they can't catch a break, but I do think this is a good way to kind of still build and keep it relevant while the injury. So you know, the person get injured, and we don't hear from them for a little piece of the time. You're like, oh, when, when, oh yeah, I forgot, kind of forgot about this. I, I thought it was a smart way to kind of keep them uh, involved. Uh, and then also after this segment, uh, there's a little segment of Cora Jade kind of saying that she's going to do anything to win the Women's Iron uh, Survivor uh, Challenge. And so I'm just like, I mean, well, we know. Look, look what you did to poor Roxanne, you know, with your shenanigans. And so, <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess we already aware that she would do anything. We're aware. I don't know why you had to make a statement about something we're kind of aware of by now. Because now you kind of, you already went past the line of like, you would kind of cross some lines to get where you are. And so. I mean, I guess. But what were your little, I guess, thoughts about that little uh, thing from Cora Jade? Uh, I'm just loving her little, like, I feel like she has the best, most scorched earth comments whenever they do, like, those backstage videos with her. So I was just like, yes, Cora, do your thing. I just love seeing her growth. Like, do I like when she's talking about, you know, Roxanne or uh, anyone maybe I like? No. But I still can give her props. I'm like, oh, yeah, girl, you're serving. So, yeah, I definitely liked it. I mean, yeah. I mean, mm, she do, she, I'll do. i give her that. But, you know, I still feel a way about how she did poor Roxanne. Because Roxanne didn't deserve that, you know. Sis was just living her life, trying to thrive in her greatness in NXT. And she was hating, okay, hating. So, I mean, I guess. I guess I can try to give... A little, a little bit of a pass, a little bit, kind of, sort of. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, next uh, matchup we had, uh, moving right along, was uh, Tony D'Angelo with Stax versus Zion Quinn. And so me and um, um, Stephanie kind of talked about this previously with regards to Zion, because, like, I feel like he has, like, the look. I think, you know, he's a nice looking dude. He has like the look body wise, like you can see he might could be somebody in, in, in WWE, but something just does, I feel like something's not hitting. And so during this matchup, uh, I, I feel like this wasn't a long match and it's, it's uh, you know, unfortunate because again, I think Zon Quinn has the look, but he pretty much uh, kind of, demolished i feel i want to say zion quinn it was a, not that long of a match and he wound up winning with a fisherman sleuplex and so um it's kind of unfortunate because like uh i feel like once again he's uh you know he's not being used seriously enough uh, I feel like he's being a lot of squash matches, and, and it's unfortunate. And so after that uh, squash match, and uh, the Don uh, Tony called out Wesley uh, during this, but then Jidrak kind of interrupted and kind of said, kind of keep his name out of his mouth, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm guessing this is setting up some kind of triple threat uh, matchup between them but it's unfortunate because like i said uh there it is this segment uh so yeah i like zion quinn and i kind of feel like it's unfortunate that um he's not being used properly i feel like they keep putting him in these really random squash matches and then he loses i'm like oh all right well i guess 
like damn yeah i could even give him like some time like i don't know if this i'm hoping it doesn't mean they're gonna release him because you know wwe you, they do shenanigans and then you know that's where they be going when they start I'm like oh y'all really trying to get rid like let them go out the door but poorly and i'm hoping that maybe he can be packaged but i think he has to look and i don't know what it is i don't know if it's like mic skills or something that's missing and maybe that's wwe he's not seeing either but it's unfortunate. I'm like, God damn. Like, do he get any win? I feel like he's lost, if not most of all his matches in the last five months. It's insane to me. Uh, but yeah, what are your thoughts about that matchup, but also about the segment with Wesley? Um, so the matchup, I was really, really happy to see Tony D back. I have always been a fan because I just think he's so funny. Like, he's just hilarious. And then his stuff with stacks I thought was cool. Um, I think Stacks having that time of him being away was great so he can kind of get some, you know, exposure himself. Um, definitely love this. I noticed Tony pulled out some new moves. I was like, okay, I like it, okay. Um, I'm I'm so sad about Zion. I feel the exact same way because they had something going with him in a lecture and then they just dropped it abruptly. I'm like, why would you guys drop it? Especially if I don't know when they knew that they were going to, swap her for Zelina but I'm like if you knew you should have just dropped it at that like you should have just let it rock from that point because now this man has nothing I think it's a little bit of a a mic thing with him like because he does have like to me I feel like in ring he moves well I feel like you know obviously he has a look it's just a mic thing he just needs to get that fixed or get a mouthpiece even a mouthpiece or a manager I think he would you know really benefit from that another person i feel like benefits from that is like carrion cross i feel with scarlet like that's a good mouthpiece for someone who's a little bit more you know he's more about the in-ring and the look and you know the presence yeah uh yeah um i just uh joseph's comment and uh comments uh yeah i do think tony is a pretty cool worker i like I said they were doing a few months ago with the whole storyline with it i was like all right because i felt like there was a lot of shenanigans going on with that family uh and i'm like all right it was like it's one point i was like is this gonna be a situation where like somebody gonna be with the fishes the way they were acting at some point i was like i don't okay this will be doing an nxt because you know the nxt apparently the nxt parking lot is like the place for shenanigans and so i feel like they've always somebody's involved and so but i do like him as well i do think he's like solid i don't know how well just yet he will translate on the call up and so i do think he needs to kind of stay in nxt at the moment but uh poor zion i'm just it's so unfortunate i don't know what it's been. something is clearly missing i don't know what it is and maybe they could give him a mouthpiece like the fact that maybe they could i don't know like you mentioned the electric thing because she was with you know before they kind of replaced with Zelina. And I love Zelina. I think Zelina is a good mouthpiece. You know, so that's something that made uh, Andrade stand out was because he was a good wrestler, but she was a mouth and you need that sometimes. And so maybe that's what he needs. Maybe they need to, maybe he need to come go on like a month hiatus or two and come back and he gets a little silhouette, uh, you know, a little package. And then it's somebody totally different. And she's, I feel something. Cause it's like, it's unfortunate cause he has to look. Like, you think of WWE wrestlers and what you could kind of see them being crossover appeal. He has that. But it's just something's missing. And so it's unfortunate. But hopefully, you know, hopefully uh, it'll, it'll change and we'll get better at that. Hey, hey, JD. Thank you, as always, for popping in. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
there was also another uh, mysterious promo from Scripps, which is weird now because I kind of know who he is. And so I'm not really sure why they want to make a mysterious promo because it's like, well, we know who he is now. It's not like, it's not really a, um, it's not really like a surprise surprise, but I guess. And so the next matchup we had uh, was Hank Walker versus Charlie Dempsey. Uh, and so I actually thought, you know, it was pretty solid. Uh, I felt like especially there was a lot of technical offense uh, from it, which I think is pretty kind of cool to see. I, I mean, I feel like technical wrestling is good uh, if it's done the right way, because some people think people don't like technical wrestling. But I think if you can do it in a way that it might seem boring because technical wrestling is so similar to actual wrestling outside of sports entertainment wrestling, people find it boring. But it's like if it's done well, it can be like amazing and so i thought it was good like tactical spots uh and it's kind of nice to see uh charlie in particular i feel like he's growing more as a wrestler here and you know especially now that we know uh, mr regal will be coming back as he should and i'm not going to debate anybody so let's not do that today <laughs> about oh my god why like listen i've never i honestly was I, he was one of the releases i was a little bit upset about because i felt like he's such a um an asset to have uh, you know, oh wait, no, no, she didn't say that. I'm saying in general, <laughs> JD, in general, people who think tactical wrestling is boring, so people do. Um, I think William Rigo is such an asset to have. And so, um, it's kind of nice seeing his son kind of develop. I'm, I kind of want to see, you know, if they kind of keep going, uh, maybe he needs to get some better mic skills. Uh, he can kind of be almost on par with William Regal, but he did come off with the win in this, uh, matchup. Uh, and Drew, uh, Drew Gallick, uh, Gallic, I'm hoping pronounced this last night, right, did come out at one point to watch the matchup. I was really not, I mean, sorry, excuse me, too soon. Uh, I was like, I mean, okay, okay, I guess, like, if you want to sit there and be uh, peeping and just peeping inside, I guess. But I thought, again, for technical purposes, uh, I, I, I'm hoping that just, he needs a little bit of mic work because I feel like he's not there yet. But if he gets there, I feel like he can be, like, maybe even close to how people was feeling about Danny Bryan with regards to like, he kind of has a nice clean kind of look, nothing too over the top, nothing too flashy, but he has really good in ring work. And so if he gets some mic skills, it can very well be uh, something like really cool. Uh, yeah, I listen, I, I'm hoping, I, I, I don't really like Drew to that much, but I mean, I guess, uh, <laughs> I do think though he can really be, if, if they really get behind him, and I think with William Regal coming back, that they can really push, that he can really be something special in like the next year or two, and I, I truly see that. But what are your thoughts um, on that matchup? And I guess as far as Drew kind of popping himself in there, kind of peeping in the background. Well, first of all, Hank literally asked for this beatdown. Like literally Charlie was in the corner in the locker minding his business and hank comes over with his insecurities talking about i know you think that i'm less than you first and foremost charlie don't talk we already know that so i don't know who you heard that from you had to come up with that all on your own and you bothering this man so he got what he was asking for in the ring because he was had him looking like a pretzel he had him all tapped up i was like do what you got to do charlie because he started with you um I like that Drew Gulak uh, came out because maybe that could be like a mouthpiece for him. Same thing. I feel like he would benefit from a mouthpiece as well, just because he's not fully there, you know, talking wise. So, and I mean, who better than Drew Gulak, honestly? So I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it could, it could, I mean, 
I'm in partial view, but I mean, I can kind of see it working, I guess. I can kind of see it happening. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I guess. So after this matchup, we then also talked to uh, Zoe Stark, and she mentions why this Iron Survivor Challenge was made for her. And so I, I do like that they're kind of going to a point where everybody has the chance to kind of, I guess, say what they feel, considering this is like a kind of new type of situation for NXT. So what was your thoughts about that uh, little segment from her? I thought it was cute, you know, it kind of touched on something here and there. Uh, you know, it kind of gave a little bit more into her character and who she was and what her goals were, what she's looking for. So I support it. So yeah, I thought I liked it. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I was fine. I was, I mean, I'm a fan of her. I know people feel away because she kind of turned on Akita, but I'm like, please, we can be fine. Wait, I, she shouldn't have appeared up with her anyway, but that's another rant for another day. <laughs> I won't rant. I won't rant about how I was like, they had her on the roll and all of a sudden she's tag teaming. Like, mm, no. So I, I like her still. I, I find out the role what she's doing personally. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I feel like this is gonna definitely, uh, I'm guessing he's okay, Sammy. I know, like you. Listen, Zoe was supposed to be doing, um, like she was clearly supposed to be doing stuff before they teamed her up with Nikita, and so maybe that's why. And supposedly Nikita is supposed to be injured, which I'm guessing why we didn't get, you know, <laughs> the corporate calls. I mean, I can't even say anything because I am dead. Be like, I will dead write a letter. I do not like. Yeah, I don't want. I'm like, I will find you. Don't, don't put me. Don't be. Um, but maybe it's because she's supposed to be injured, and maybe that's why we didn't get the matchup. And also, I don't know why they teamed up in the first place. Like, it was cool for a little bit, but I'm like, but why? She just came back ready, and then they do the shenanigans with toxic attraction. All of a sudden, she tech. No. But I, too, I too understand the, the need sometimes to make a phone call because I am good for saying, I will write a letter. Do not play smoke signal at all. Don't play with me. Like, because they be doing shenanigans sometimes. Since I got to listen here, Paul, let's not. Let's not. Okay, I gotta use government names. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, uh, so uh, next up, we had a really cool segment with Pretty Dudley did tell us that they were going to do a little holiday uh, celebration. And so they did pop up in their Christmas cheer uh, being as awesome as they are. I, I love them. I think they're cool. Uh, and so they kind of told the story of their Christmas fun. They kind of said, well, it can any tag team kind of challenged them and so i was actually really hyped for this because my guys the new day one of the greatest tag teams in wwe history uh kind of made us a you know it was kind of nice i thought it was also a refreshing uh to kind of have a different tag team i didn't i honestly didn't expect it to be them to be honest and so it was kind of refreshing to see them and they kind of said uh they were going to be the ones kind of arriving up for this pay-per-view on saturday and it'll be kind of you know, are we gonna are we gonna have the new day down here for a while at NXT? Would they kind of win the championships, or would they have it be a bit of an upset with uh, Pretty Deadly? Uh, but as you see, the new day did kind of do some shenan you know, do some destruction. And you know, I do like Pretty Deadly, but I also do like the new day. And so I can't say I was necessarily mad about this, but they kind of messed up a little holiday celebration, and you know, kind of held the titles at the end. And so I don't know if that means. We're going to be getting some new, uh, you know, tag team uh, champions, especially with the fact uh, that it's the New Day. And they're, again, one of the best tag teams out there. 
Uh, but is it one of those situations like, you know, I feel like they can kind of outmatch them too because they have the skill set. Pretty Deadly is actually a good tag team. Um, so I do think that they can kind of go a bit on par with the New Day. But I'm curious if this is going to mean, are we going to get some new NXT champions? Are they going to really do this with us and go, oh, snap? Or this is a way to kind of get them ready. So hmm, how well can I do with the main roster team? Would they be moving up to the main roster? It could be either way. And so what are your thoughts about the segment and this fact that, oh, snap, New Day is in NXT? Yes, boy. No, I'm kidding. Um, I really enjoyed the segment. Obviously, I think Pretty Deadly is literally the full package. Like, in-ring, mic, charisma, it's all there. Um, and then having the New Day come out, who I feel is like, you know, they also are just, like, well-rounded uh, as well. So it's just like, oh, I'm excited, I'm excited. So two of my favorite tag teams are colliding. And I think Pretty Deadly will win because I feel like they've been getting this wrap of they don't deserve the titles. I think this will be something that will give them bragging rights to finally be like, you know what? They earned those. Somehow I think that Pretty Deadly will be picking up the win. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it could, like I said, with regards to Pretty Deadly, because they actually can wrestle really well, uh, I feel like this is a situation with the New Day that they will they will be a good match. It won't be like, you're like, oh, what is this? Or like, why are we doing this? Or like, why is this is like a demotion for New Day? I don't even take this as that in this situation because Pretty Deadly actually can wrestle. Uh, but it, it, it might be just a way to kind of set them up. Like, see, okay, um, as Josephine did say, that uh, it could be a way to kind of get some eyes. And it's very possible to get eyes on the pay-per-view if you're trying to get more uh, people to watch NXT more. But also, it could I do feel like maybe this is kind of setting them up soon that we might be having to move up uh, because they're entertaining enough that I feel like it will work with the Bay roster. You know, sometimes wrestling fans are weird, but I do feel like because of that and the fact that New Day was able to be themselves and it worked so well, that they too could, that this might can work. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I think it'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, but I, I mean, I'd be very surprised if a new day uh, do kind of take titles. I'd be very surprised. But I do think it's going to, if nothing, it will be a good matchup. Uh, so after that, uh, there was a segment again with Apollo Crews and Braun Breaker. This time they were on the lake for fishing, which was super uh I was like, okay, I mean, I guess if I want to fish, and I'm not saying, I mean, I don't, I'm not a fishing person. I think I went fishing twice, and the first time we almost died on the way there is a long story. But, uh, <laughs> like, seriously, we was going up with this group of people up there, and the bus driver almost drove us off a cliff. So we almost died. <laughs> and so once we got to the lake to fish, I really wasn't feeling fishy, like going to fish because we almost lost the lives. Um, and so the second time I went fishing, I got like one, and then I was like, okay, mm, fish is like, I don't want to touch this. Like, it's only for eating. I don't want to touch you. I, I know somebody has to fish you, but it don't need to be me. And so I was like, I mean, I guess if this is what I want to do on a random Tuesday and go on the lake and fish, I guess. And so they had their little segment where they're fishing, and they kind of talk about, you know, the excitement and their history, I guess, for the uh, for this type championship match up happening on deadline. I really wasn't sure how much history it was like, because technically I don't have too much history. Braun Breaker hasn't been here that long. And Paulo, you did go from NXT to up and you moved around. So I don't know how that was happening, but I respect it. It was a nice little segment on the lake. And so what are your thoughts about that segment? I thought it was weird. <laughs> I thought a lot of things on this episode felt very soap opera-y and very unnecessary. And this was definitely one of those because why are you here, Apollo? Seriously, this is dramatic. 
Like they're trying to do this whole anything you could do, I could do better type thing right now. Or just like, oh, you want to pull up on me? Well, I'm going to pull up on you. Yay. Like get this match over with because I, I'm sorry. I haven't been really a fan of these uh, segments. I'm going to be honest. So just let's get this match going, please. I know the match is going to outsell everything else. The build, the, the match is going to be what is important. Not the build, please. God, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I did think it was kind of random. The first one, I was like, all right, but I'm like, why on the lake? That's so random to do on a Tuesday. Like, who goes fish? I mean, maybe somebody does, but who's really going fishing on a Tuesday? I feel like this is like a Sunday activity, maybe with dad or somebody, maybe your grandfather, your uncle. I don't know, maybe your homie, but it's just weird. I, and I, I did say that was just like, I don't know personally if I'm going to go fishing. Like, I probably talk some shit and then like meet you in the ring I, personally, but I guess that's why I will be a heel if I was a wrestler, I'm not. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, thank you, Jessica. I, I do think, just to piggyback really quick, uh, that it would be, we do need some more tag teams. Uh, but yeah, and uh, listen, JD, I just, like I said, that first experience, I almost lost a life. And so because of that, I'm not, a, I mean, I, my name is Kat, but I'm not, I'm not a real cat. And so I do not have nine lives. And so I was scared. I thought that was going to be the end. Uh, and I was like 12. And I was like, mm -mm, guy almost. I was like, oh, no, never again. And <laughs> so, yeah, just saying. Uh, yeah, I don't. Mm, I, I do think it's going to be a fantastic match, honestly, because both of them, you know, again, Apollo can wrestle his ass off. And Braun has been proven, uh, you know, that he can definitely put on matches with different people. And I like that. But. I, I was okay with the segment. Like I was like, okay, last week. But this one, I really didn't understand why he was in the lake. I was just like, but why? Mm, I guess. I guess. Uh, <laughs> but that's, let's um, let's go move on. So our next matchup, which was Thea Hall featuring uh, with Chase U against Isla Dawn. Uh, and so, yeah. I, it, mm, <laughs> I don't think Duke was particularly happy with this matchup, but it seemed like Andre Trace was at least trying to be there for Thea Hall. I felt like what Thea got a lot of offense, got some offense, and I felt like an Isla really kind of had her during this matchup. It was kind of like weird to kind of see, like they saw some building up over the past weeks with Thea, and then all of a sudden I was like, hmm, you know, it, it, I felt like if anything, just kind of showcase uh more Isla than anything uh because she did uh do a standing elbow drop to win uh you know the matchup but then uh Alba Fire did come and attack Isla as she should uh <laughs> for what's been going on she did come out and attack her after this matchup again it was a very quick match and so it looks like this is more kind of building up the feud between the two of them but it was unfortunate because I did uh you know, we saw, you know, Isla did say during, like, to, for Alba to kind of watch the match closely. And there was a moment where Dia did do, uh, I think it was a springboard senton, uh, which was really good. But I felt like, you know, it just, it didn't really showcase Dia the way it should have. And it's unfortunate because I felt like they were really going in a way to kind of showcase her more. And so it was really, it wasn't a long match. I think maybe less than three minutes, honestly. But uh, I do think it kind of furthered the feud between her and Alba. So what are your thoughts about this woman's match? And I guess what happened afterwards? Yeah, it's sucks to see um, Thea in that position. But I think that that's something they're using to push forward the, you know, issue that's going on internally within uh, Chase U. Mark my words, next week, 
Andre is going to be getting the cold shoulder from the students and Thea and Duke's going to be like, he's slowly taking over mole. I'm sick of this mole. He's starting trouble. Like, come on, Duke, stop starting trouble and go back to playing poker. Literally. I've had it. I've had it. I know how you feel about him. Too. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm laughing because I know how you feel. You're just all right. I know how you feel about him. But I do love Duke, but this is like, why are you bothering Chase you? Like, they mind their business, they focus on their kids getting good grades, and here you go, starting trouble. That is true. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. <laughs> so um, moving along, uh, there was also some more uh, tag team action with Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen versus Malik Blade and Idris Anafi. And so here we go again with um, Von Wagner just being there doing shenanigans. Um, I'm like, why are you here just starting? Like, you're just starting with Odyssey outside. Like, what was the point? You know, what was the point of doing that during I just like, just because you lost your matchup that you thought you was going to win, because we all, we all knew that. We all knew that wasn't going to happen. You thought you was going to come out on top, Mr. Von Wagner, with your unnecessary behind. But then you come out here, like, what's the point of you start? I just, I didn't understand why you come out starting. It's like, there was no need for you to be out here starting shenanigans. Like, it couldn't be me. See, this is one of the situations where I could not be a wrestler or I couldn't be a manager. I'm like, first of all, who asked you? Why are you here? And now the match can't continue because now I'm going to argue with you. And so I just, I didn't understand. But anyway, back to the matchup is, um, I felt like this was another matchup that honestly did not last as long as I wanted it to last. Um, I did felt like there was some moments, excuse me, put the pictures up. There were some moments that were really solid throughout this matchup. I think there was like a spin and heel kick. I really liked, uh, at one point, but I felt like with Ron Wagner doing his shenanigans, Unfortunately, it led uh, Idris and Malik <laughs> to be distracted. And it was a high-low combination. Josh Briggs got the win. And it was, you know, this was a really sh crappy match for two teams that actually are really good. They're really good tag team uh, teams in, in NXT. And they did not get, you know, there should be no reason this was kind of like a squash match. I was kind of annoyed by that because... Why? Why are we squashing two teams that actually can go? You know, again, sometimes tag team wrestling is necessary. And I felt like with these two teams in particular, they can wrestle. I didn't understand that. And I really was annoyed by Ron Wagner being there. But I guess here we are with him doing shit. I was just like, why are we here? Why are you here? Why are you like, why? Why, why, why? Uh, listen, she's, listen, you have to know. Shay's just be on it. <laughs> Um, yeah, listen, I just, I don't know why he was there. Like, we had enough of him for one night of NXT. Like, don't be popping up more than one time. Like, we had you at the beginning of the show. That was enough. Here he is. But anyway, before I go into the rant, what was your thoughts about this matchup between them and, um, yeah, this tag team match and, unfortunately, Ron Wagner with his mm, shenanigans? I feel like I enjoyed the match for the short amount of time that I was watching it for. And I feel like if they had a little bit more time, it could have even been, you know, more special. But, you know, whatever, they decided to cut it. What I will say is I feel like this match was just kind of used to further uh, push forward the story of Malik and Idris. They're clearly shifting in their personalities. And I think the more that they keep losing, the more that we're going to keep seeing more edge from them. Especially with Malik losing his sweater vest. I feel like that was symbolic. To him, it's like a rebirth, if anything. 
Also, I'm sorry for Briggs and Jensen. Like y'all saying, oh, we like it when y'all make us laugh. I will throw things at you, sir. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that again. And then Idris comes with the tweet. I think I created a move when he does the running knee into the ropes. I'm like, Idris, if you don't get off of Beyonce's internet with this foolishness right now, I, I just. Uh, you know how people feel about getting on Beyonce's internet with the shenanigans. I mean, but I feel like it's, it, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so there was a couple of, uh, there was a couple of, uh, of moments. So, for instance, apparently during this uh, fight between them, Sol Roca and Amari Milo was doing a dance for Instagram, which I was just like, I mean, okay, I guess, okay, uh, this is what we're doing today. And then there was also um, another segment with Kiana James, who's also in the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge, who kind of said that she has a foolproof, excuse me, foolproof strategy to kind of win this matchup. And so, um, yeah, um, I do like that the two teams, I guess, afterwards show some respect, but it was just really weird that we, you know. And also after, we also said that Lyra Valkyria will arrive in NXT next week. So what are your thoughts on those couple of segments after the match? Uh, I have more and more become a fan of Kiana. I just love how much of a handle she has on our character. Because again, I always say when they hand them a specific, like, tricky type of gimmick, I'm like... I just want to see if you could do it. Let me see. And when they succeed with that, I'm like, yeah, they're willing to do whatever. And she definitely has dived into this. And I do think she's a really good worker in the ring and one of the best sellers, to be honest. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And uh, as far I <laughs> I like Kiana too. She's actually, like I said, I love her finisher. I love, I like, it is a weird gimmick to have where it's like, are you like a tax agent? Like, should we get the IRS? I don't know. And so I do like that it's kind of similar like that. But yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess. We, we listen, there's never time for shenanigans. I mean, sometimes, sometimes there's okay for shenanigans. Sometimes, like if it's good shenanigans, like, oh, we had a wrestling show, we had a drink. Yay, shenanigans. But these shenanigans, no. It's just never time for that. Like, and it's always like people do shenanigans a lot, apparently, in NXT because mm, I still feel away, but I'm I'm not gonna write again, but I feel away. Anywho, <laughs> uh, let's move right along. So we then had another wild card match for the fifth uh person for the women's Iron Survivor Challenge match between Winnie Chu, Fallon Henley, and Indy Hartwell. And so this was a pretty uh, solid matchup. I actually enjoyed. Uh, I thought there was one moment. Uh, I think Wendy did a, a corner slingshot splash, which I thought uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, I thought they did really well. And I thought there was kind of moments I felt particularly for Indy that I really liked. And I, I mentioned this a few, I've been mentioning this last few weeks about, I think they're building up Indy to kind of stand up on her own from coming out of all these groups or pairing to other people. They're finally allowing her to kind of shine on her own. And so I think in particular for her storytelling during the match, uh, you know, they had her do opportunistic tactics throughout it, which I thought uh, was pretty cool. The fact that Indy wind up throwing Wendy out of the ring and did a running uh, forearm, I believe it was a running forearm, to win the match. And I was like, okay, I actually thought 
for this matchup, again, I thought Indy was going to win. And why I do love Wendy Chu, and I think she's pretty awesome. I thought for the people already in this matchup, Indy was the correct fit, especially what they're trying to do with her story. And so I thought um, that was pretty cool. However, you know, uh, I, I thought there was even a moment when uh, Wendy did a belly to belly suplex. Uh, but then got like the spine bester. Uh, she did a belly to belly to Fallon, but then Indy kind of did uh, a uh, spine bust to her, which I thought was a really good transition. Uh, and they also showed uh, Toxic Attraction watching this matchup from the lounge. And so, you know, again, these women will be the ones that will take on, uh, let's see, good moment right there. Uh, we'll take on uh, Mandy, whoever wins this matchup. But I thought it was a solid matchup, but I thought, I thought it would be Indy, honestly, that was going to win this match. And uh, she did. So what are your thoughts about this matchup and the win and I guess moments throughout the match? Oh my God, I love this match so much. Like, it's not always that you see these set of women, like, you know, in, uh, you know, high up in the card doing a match um, and delivering how they did. So I was happy to see it. I feel like NXT always delivers on showing us like multiple, you know, women getting their time. So I really enjoyed it. These girls brought it. They were not playing. They was like, y'all going to remember me. And I do. Um, and Indy winning, honestly, in the way that she did, it's kind of like, I have been saying for weeks, Roxanne Cora, Roxanne Cora, that's who I think is going to win. And just from how she was in this match and then also her promo that she gave afterwards to Mandy, she has completely shifted my mind. And for some reason now, I feel like Indy might win. I, I like it was just too good. It was too good. Yeah, I like I said, I mean, I, I know you like Cora. I'm not a fan because Cora, mm, she's one of those. And I don't like girls like this who's being petty and shady. We don't need to be shady and petty. Uh, she was hating that Roxanne made it to before her. I'm like, don't hate. Be better, okay? Um, however, I did, I did see, like, okay, Roxanne made it because she also was a person who had a title shot, but it kind of got ruined because of Cora. And so I felt like there was a story there. However, I do wouldn't be surprised because we did have a matchup already with Indy and Mandy that it seemed like Indy was almost there, but just not yet. And I feel like being that she's now becoming more with winning, where she's being a little bit more different in her approach to winning the matches, that it could really well be Indy. And maybe this set Indy to kind of really set her up. I will be surprised if she beats Mandy and become champion after this, but I definitely can see her also winning this uh, challenge. I definitely can see her winning it. I don't know if they're gonna really pull the trigger with her and have her beat Mandy. I would truly be surprised by that, especially how I told people about previous weeks, I felt the way that Mandy was able to beat Miko Samara, which is my, I still feel a way about that, who's clearly the superior wrestler. Uh, clearly the superior wrestler and she lost and then why she didn't take the pin i was so mad that she even had the l to mandy in the first place because how dare you guys she's superior in every way however with that being said i would truly be surprised if indy is the one to knock mandy off the throne but i do i can most likely i can definitely see indy being the one win because i do see what they're doing and i've been saying this for weeks that they're kind of building her up in a whole different way uh to win and so it's very possible uh that Yes, yeah, I can. I definitely can see that as well. I, I definitely, definitely can see that happening. I mean, I won't be surprised. I think they're really pushing her for that. Um, so we also had, I guess, one more uh, segment from Roxanne saying uh, that she will be the only woman standing 
uh, as far as winning the Women's Survivor Challenge. And again, she was also somebody who kind of made her way, got the match with Mandy Rose, but then kind of was unfortunately thought it because of Cora Jade's petty jealousy and hating that she was doing. So what are your thoughts? I feel like we've had everybody talk kind of kind of going in until like this. This was gonna this what I'm gonna do going in until this uh matchup on Saturday. But what are your thoughts about her and what she said? Oh my god, Roxanne is so wholesome. She's just so wholesome all the time. I was like, yes, no, I want her to like it just like oh she pulls on my heartstrings. Like I just want her to win all the time because she's just such a sweetie. And then Cora goes and retweets. The whole thing and i forgot i think she said something like this isn't a musical like i'm like cora leave her alone please leave her alone leave roxanne okay if she wants it to be a musical for the day let it be a musical but um yeah no i i, I thought it was cute and i want to be i wouldn't be mad now i know i've said that indy has shifted my mind but that doesn't mean if Roxanne is the winner that I wouldn't still be happy because I think she's, you know, obviously a really, really talented, uh, you know, girl. So obviously, yeah. I see. I'm sorry. Now I'm going to have to go a little rant because don't do that. That's not, let's not put that kind of negativity in the air like that. Let's not like somebody. So Sammy was talking about making calls. I will make a call. I will do a smoke signal. Somebody will get a tweet. Do not play with me. Y'all not gonna have no damn Mandy Rose. <laughs> Y'all not gonna have her be no Oscar. Like we're not gonna, we're not even gonna do that. Don't put that negative energy in the air like that. Let's not start all 2023 with shenanigans. Let's not. We're gonna end December, okay, on a good note. Let's end it on a good note, fans of women's wrestling talk. Let's not do that. Don't, don't put that kind of negativity in the air. I, I'm that just got me like really upset because how dare no. I already feel a way that she keep beating people. As a, and like I said, I respect that she clearly got better. I respect that she's held on to the time. I respect it. But we're not going to act like sis didn't have toxic trash and help her for a good chunk of those matches. And we're not going to sit here and act like they didn't already play games. But having her beat, but like, I'm still like, just, no. If she beats Asuka, and like I don't even like Shayna Baszler because I don't like her. But if she even beats Shayna Baszler, How? Shayna Baszler actually can kick somebody's ass. Like, she can really kick my ass for real. Like, there, that whole interview with, like, the wives with, you know, Randy Orton's wife, where she was literally saying that Randy had to tell her to slow her roll because they were really, like, <laughs> uh, that they, they really, like, she kind of kick her ass for real. Shayna can really kick yes. And so, like, let's not. Mm. I just know. I just feel like I just, you know what? You guys are just putting this negativity in the air. I don't appreciate it. It's not why we're like, why are we putting like such negative energy like this? Why we ended off this like 2022, which was an awesome year for me. Let's not end it with negativity. I wanted to end bright and happy. Don't put that because now I'm gonna be thinking like if they beat us, I'm gonna be mad. Like I'm really like I will find Michael. Now I gotta call Shine by his first real name, which is my now I gotta switch his name regular. Listen here, Michael. Do not play with me. And I love Mr. Shawn Michaels. And now I gotta say his government name. Do not play with me. Ask y'all better. Let's not. Cause now, no, absolutely not. No, don't don't do that. Don't even put that kind of energy out there like that. Like, why are we doing this, Oscar? Amazing, Oscar. That's not even no. See now I'm getting upset. And I just I feel away. I'm about to go find like hunt, I'm about to find Paul's address. Like Paul, listen here. We gotta have a discussion. Maybe we need to go on the lake and fish. Maybe we need to discuss <laughs> because, because no, absolutely not. No, <laughs> I'm so upset right now. Like, don't, don't get me going the whole rant. <laughs>
about to go to whole rent right now. Like I will, like I will. We can go fishing too, hunt. Let's Paul. Let's fish. <laughs> let's fish. Let's have a discussion about how dare you do these shenanigans. How dare you? That is insulting. That is disrespectful. This with like a capital D disrespectful. Okay, I'm about to like have to start. <laughs> yes, it's like listen. They already made me mad with the whole Undertaker. Thing. I didn't even like the Undertaker, but I was already mad about that thing with him and Brock. And while I get he wanted to happen, blah blah blah. It was just like that was the one thing I appreciated about you. Was your little WrestleMania record, you know. I don't really like you. You took too long to get into the ring, and I personally would beat you up on the ramp if I was a wrestler. I'm not waiting for you to come in all, you know. Rest in peace. I'm not doing all that. You getting your ass kicked on the ramp. However, I thought his record should have stood the way it was. Don't you disrespect Oscar like she not great? Mandy Bruce? Like, no, no. See, okay, see, I'm sorry. I just got off track because, mm, mm, y'all, like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> like, like <laughs> put no shenanigans out there. Like, absolutely not, Mandy. Like, I respect Mandy done what she done, but no. Let's not disrespect Oscar like that. Like, Hana did not do what she did to come WWE for this disrespect, okay? Gonna use Oscar's first name. Don't, don't play with me. <laughs> she, she's laughing at me right now because I'm like, I will find Paul. Me and him will have lunch. Not even a good lunch, okay? Not even a good one. It's gonna be one of those business meetings you don't wanna have, okay? <laughs> but with me instead. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> let's, let's, I guess, get back on track. I just got really stressed because no, how dare y'all? Uh, so we now go on to this uh, segment with Grayson Waller, the Grayson Waller effect, his little talk show uh, segment uh, with some of the, you know, the competitors for the I Inspire Challenge uh, set. And so we did have, you know, Joe Gacy, uh, JD McDonough, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson, and then Axion, which was, I was kind of surprised he came in his little, you know, I was like, okay, bro, you got your dream things happening. Uh, and Carmelo definitely looked like he wants to be on a cruise. Maybe me too, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, okay, take me on a cruise, get some sunshine and margaritas or something. I don't know. I felt like Carmelo looked really comfortable, like he was about to go party afterwards. Uh, but I do, uh, it was, it was, I, I don't know. I felt like as with all these personalities personally, and you have like Carmelo who can talk his ass off. Joe Gacy has, you know, cult talks that nobody really asks for, but it's there. Um, and even uh, with, you know, Axion, I don't, I felt like it, it, it didn't hype me up like it should, should have hyped me up, you know, for this to be like, this is hyping up this matchup uh, for, you know, the pay-per-view. I just, I didn't feel like it hyped me up the way I needed it to. And it was unfortunate because this was the end of NXT and it just, I didn't feel like, I was like, oh yes, I can't wait going in. You don't have that one go home segment that you're like, yes. But be some, this must be a good. I think the match is going to be amazing because of the competitors in it. I think it's going to be an amazing match. But I felt like, unfortunately, the segment that's supposed to lead into this was not as as it should have been. And so I was like, oh well, I mean, okay, it could have been really something, but it really didn't hit. I felt like Carmelo didn't even talk as much as he could have. He can talk. He's definitely one of the group out of that group who can really put some skills on. He has some skills in the mic, and he didn't talk as much as I liked him to. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I was like, I mean, okay. I mean, this will begin for this matchup build, I guess. But it was okay. But it it, it didn't hype me up, I guess, the way it should have going into uh, Saturday. But what are your thoughts about uh, this segment? Um, I mean, I thought it was cute. It was cute. Um, Axiom with his little like one thing, he gonna have a turtleneck. 
on deck. I gotta see his closet. That's it. Um, but Carmelo, it did seem like he was kind of, you know, dying it down a bit. Like we know what Carmelo can do. So I feel like he was like, let me, let me give him a chance. Let me calm down. Let me tone it down. And even with his tone down, he was still cooking. Like I just, uh, I think the only person I was really, really keeping up with him was Grayson Waller. I think, you know, obviously that's his that's his brand is his mouth and being able to run it. So I would expect that he's able to keep up. Um, and I have to say, I'm impressed with Grayson. I feel like he's like their version of the Miz, honestly, because he has the most consistent with his little show, you know, the Grayson Waller effect, which I find entertaining. I like that he does a little lives in between because watching the lives afterwards is really so funny to me. Um, and you know, I, I like the brawl. It was cute, but I know the match is definitely going to make this, which was not the best, you know, hype up seem, you know, small. So I'm willing to forgive it. Cause I know that on Saturday, they're going to provide 10 times beyond. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely, it's going to be a match. It's definitely going to be a match. They're definitely going to show out. I, I, I like, I know that. I just wish they would have gave more going into it because it was supposed to be a go home show. So you would think they would do more, but that is, that was the end of NXT. Pretty, uh, I felt like it was in the middle on it for the week. Like there was some parts I was like, yeah. And there's parts I was like, mm, I mean, I don't know, I guess. Um, but it was, it was pretty solid. Uh, NXT, I'm looking forward to deadline. Uh, and for that happening, uh, I feel like it's going to be going to have some interesting matches happening. And so tell, uh, thank you guys as always, excuse me, if I tell everything else, thank you guys as always for watching NXT. It was super awesome chatting with you guys in the comments. You guys had me rant and I was trying to, you know, not do that too much anymore, but here we are. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Shay, tell the peoples where they can find you and what you got going on. All right, well, you can find me on Tuesdays. Uh, I do a review for NXT after um, the show on Unpopular Review with Bad Guy Jack. That's directly after the show, so you can catch me on Tuesdays. You can also catch me on Wednesday for the Challenge Review, which is also on Unpopular Review, and that's at 9.30. Then you can also catch my The Big Pop Theory podcast, new episode on Spotify and Apple, uh, every Monday. So definitely check it out. Awesome, awesome. And as always, you guys can find me uh, on most social media platforms and Cat We Trust, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, Eza3. I am trying, I totally slapped, guys. I am trying to get the rest of these videos up on my channel. They're recorded, but I didn't post them. And it was like, I do a whole bunch of stuff outside of wrestling as well. So it's like movie reviews, like the anime I finished. It's just, I totally slapped. I'm so sorry, guys. But I'm going to try to get them up before the end of December. Um, I will be posting the panel, uh, the LA edition of the panel. Uh, Shayna was part of it uh, twice as well. Uh, and our co-host, Stephanie, he was part of it all three times. Super awesome. And so the LA edition will be up on my YouTube channel, hopefully by Sunday or Monday, I'm hoping. Uh, I will have that up there. So definitely go check that out. You can catch all our shows on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. We have shows, I believe, almost every day of the week from Monday to Friday, most definitely. And then Sundays, you kind of catch us doing the Turnbuckle Glam. So super awesome. If you like Raw, Impact, SmackDown, AEW, NXT, we are here 
doing all of those good things. You can also watch, check our website, www.talkpod.com, and read all the articles. We do have a top 25 coming up soon for the women of uh, 2022, and so that should be interesting. So definitely make sure you check out that and check out all the articles and hit the subscription button, hit that notification button, follow, subscribe, so you catch us when we have new shows popping up. As always, thank you guys for hanging out with us. I, we can have Stephanie here because she couldn't make it. But as always, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys for always coming in and chatting with us. And until next time, guys, <laughs> bye. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.